0: Welcome to Between Sundays, I am Tyler, and we are at the crossroads of our lives. The pressure is on to make decisions. Do not let me be disgraced or let my enemies rejoice in my defeat. Dave is here to show us the right path and point out the road to follow, but before we get decisive... Now that all their problems have gone from bad to worse, let's welcome in our favorite acrostic poets, Marin and Barry. Good day, guys.
1: Good day. Good day.
2: Good day. Wow, wow, jam-packed that yeah. one. Wow. Dave, jam-packed.
1: welcome back. Hey, good to be back. How are you? <laughs> Very good. Yeah, good.
0: It's been a while. It has been too long. You and Barry coming in here with fresh cuts? Fresh cuts? Yeah, haircuts. Yeah, the- Oh, I guess I did get a, a haircut on Friday. <laughs> yeah, you but. guys look like you got the trend.
1: Well, yeah, it's Guy always says to me, how's your hair? I don't know why he asked me that. When I sit <laughs> down, he goes, how's your hair? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I said to him, thick. Yeah. Because it felt thick. And this is what happened. Yeah, well, it then looks, he went, looks good. All right, let's take care of it. Do you guys
0: uh, share barbers? No. No.
3: No? no? I, I have a sister-in-law who oh, that's cuts right. hair very well, I might mm. add. And she mm. does it for me. And it's it's a pretty great
0: family. Uh, family time? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maren, how are uh, yeah, you? I
2: cut my own hair. You do? Thanks. Yes. And I'm going to, well, Jaden's got picture day tomorrow. And before he left for band camp this morning, I'm like, we've got to get your hair cut tonight.
1: So, so. you're cutting it? I cut it. You cut it, huh? Mm-hmm.
2: Hmm. I know curls. Curls are what I know.
0: Yeah. Do you cut your own hair?
2: Mm-hmm. Ooh. How do you do that? Um, very carefully. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, guys. Yeah. What's new? What's happening?
3: Well, What's going I'll on? Be, I'll be real short. We are continuing forward with this house that we found. We're oh, going to yeah. close on the 14th. Uh, we're, we've kind of all made our agreements. you a grown with, up boy. I'm a grown <laughs> up boy. We've done all the stuff that we need to do with inspections and everything and so now it's just Waiting for the clothes and then waiting for <laughs> possession at the end of the month. So Good. Yeah, that's I all.
2: I don't know what I like better, the soundbite of Dave saying it or think, Barry repeating it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
3: I'm a grown-up boy. I'm a grown-up grown boy. A grown up boy.
2: <laughs>
3: Is that the first time you've heard that one, Dad? Yes, I've okay, you
1: know, I don't even I was, remember saying anytime that. Anytime I mention
3: a house now, he always does that. Yeah. So. It's your first house, man. First house. Grown-up boy. So. Anyway, Liv and I are very excited about that. We can't stop thinking about it or talking about it. Uh We're pretty pumped.
0: That's all good. That's my update. Life is fine. So moving right along there. Uh, yeah. When are we moving in?
3: Well, it'll probably be like Labor Day. That's when we'll actually, that'll be like our big moving day.
0: Yeah. Yep. How big are we talking? Do we need to recruit some well, friends of the pod? Friends of the pod.
3: I mean, maybe, but we're, we live in an apartment, so <laughs> we'll probably like take one trip over
0: there and How be like, are the well, bunnies getting there No, I mean like you put them in a cage or like seatbelts or what
3: we've got, (laughs) (laughs) we've got little carriers just like, they're like small dog carriers that also happen to work for rabbits. Do they notice that they're in a car? Like how did, Oh, they're freaked out. They hate it. They're prey animals. So everything is that's new (laughs) is terrifying to them. So the fact that we're moving to a new house is not exciting they don't right. know, yet, yeah. Obviously, don't tell it. They they they're, they're gonna the struggle well. when they first get there because yeah. it's all like we we move the furniture every now and then, and it's uh, it's as if like <laughs> oh, no. the world is ended because yeah. they're both walking around like, what is happening? Am I about to die? <laughs> yeah,
0: I bet. Anyway, yeah. Marin, what's up with you? What's going on?
2: Oh, school. School's getting underway. Yeah, Just all of has the... it started yet? Not yet. It starts no. a week from tomorrow, but registration days tomorrow. Oh so boy! Here we go. Two what, what's high involved there? you have reg- to go somewhere registration day yeah yeah you go to the school and they they actually picture day this was never what it was like for me growing up but picture day is registration day oh, wow. in high school hmm. so you've got to go prepared to have like yearbook picture ready like you'll be immortalized for all of time on registration day so is, is does jaden have his band camp tan he he's doing much better this year. Last year he was a color that was just unrecognizable. It was burn on top of tan on top of burn on top of tan. Yeah, classic. Ew. Made Is he better so much now? worse by the peeling if if we yeah. remember yeah. from last yeah. year and then he he tried to scrub the peeling off his face and yeah. then he was just all sorts of shades of red <clears> and tan and and burn.
0: He's better now though.
2: He's done a much better job this year right. of taking care of himself generally yep. speaking. So here's hoping, I mean, it's another sunny day, so he could very well, uh, be out there getting a burn as I speak.
0: Dave, but, are your headphones working?
1: I'm trying, I'm trying to figure
2: out. Do you want me to turn them up
1: for you? No, I'm just see if I, no, I just want to make sure. Yeah, I'm okay. okay
0: <laughs>
3: Sorry. Right. Got Sorry. Got that about squared that. away. Maren, you and your family yeah had something of a debut <laughs> the other, the other night. Got- I got a bone to pick.
2: Tell me all about it. Yeah, what it? was that all about? Tell me See, all Dave, about it. See,
1: Dave and I, I,
3: I got know. a bonus. We're all, all upset. It shows up did you go? Instagram. I did go. Liv and I went. All right, but so. But only because we happened to, well, Jed texted us that day <laughs> that you guys were playing. Maren had a gig. Had a gig <laughs> with her two children. Yeah.
2: It, unbeknownst to anyone. Yeah, that's kind of and so how I wanted it. Unbeknownst. Maren
0: had a gig in Noblesville. What, you're going to do a bunch of cover songs?
2: Yeah, so there's a guitar player at the Fisher's campus. uh, His name's Jeremy Snyder, and he's a good friend of mine. And he's been asking me for like a year or so, hey, would you ever want to go out and just like play a gig like this with Jaden? He loves Jaden on drums and- (laughs) Um, I just think it's a fun thing to do with my kids. It's completely, yeah. um, just different from what we normally do and different. I mean, just being able to pick music that they like, Jayden yeah. was throwing songs at me like crazy. <laughs> we should do this one, mom. And let's do this one. And roping Desi into it was just super fun. And,
0: but why didn't you tell anyone?
2: Because I, we had, we had one practice. It had been an insanely busy week. We had had one practice and then we were just going to go out and perform in front of people. I didn't know that we well, were ready by any means. Well, the only thing I saw by any was means.
0: Desi with a kazoo. Yes. She had a kazoo and a So who cares cow if you yes. only practiced once? She's bringing out the kazoo.
2: She plays the kazoo at home all the time. And we like to challenge each other with like who can find the best eater. <laughs> That's not a kazoo. Not a kazoo. Oh. Um, <laughs> Close though. The best uh, electric guitar lead line. Pretty much all guitar solos can be played on Kazoo and played very well. Yeah. Um, or yeah. any like song that really has a good like horn part, like Chicago's a good band for that. Like yeah. any song that has a good saxophone part that that can all be uh, replicated on the Kazoo. It's my, classic.
3: My favorite detail <laughs> of the whole night was, well, there were a lot of my favorite moments. Uh, Desi <laughs> with the cowbell was amazing. But yes. my favorite thing was that she had the Kazoo held into some kind of like... Mike yes. articulated mic stand thing, so she could like move it to this. Like you know, Barry, that yeah. was my was that your ingenuity.
2: <laughs> was, wasn't it great?
3: I just thought that was amazing. Like the, it was such an important <laughs> instrument in
2: this band was. that it, it had was its all own setup. Solos. That's awesome. Like, <laughs> like if I go to, a, to any place where they're playing cover songs or something, if the thing that makes the song. Is missing, I'm gonna be disappointed. And that's solos for me. So we just needed to have our bases covered. And yeah. we, we had a gooseneck, like with a mic clip that was just big saying? enough to fit. A
3: gooseneck? That's the mic thing?
2: Yeah, yeah, the mic. The, <laughs> it wasn't a boom stand and it wasn't a straight uh, mic stand. It was a gooseneck so that right. she could literally move it out of the way when she was singing and move it right back when she yeah. was. Yeah,
3: all that to say, Tyler.
2: soloing. You missed it. Yeah, you missed, missed it. Yeah. We'll do well, something like next time are like going to tell again? someone? I, I, sure. Now yeah, we so have one. Yeah, so Jen's texting
0: under our Barry belts. and I at like 5.30 p.m. Hey,
2: what are you guys doing <laughs> today?
0: <laughs> Maren's got a show. I don't know if she told you. Nope, she didn't.
2: No, no. Next time. Yeah. When we have two practices, maybe I'll tell you.
0: Okay. <laughs> guys, I've been looking forward to this moment. Uh-oh. What's up? What? For four
1: days. What?
0: I had the pleasure of doing a float tank. Sensory deprivation. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Sensory deprivation float tank. Uh, it was a Father's, a, fa- a Father's Day <laughs> oh, gift.
3: Father's Day <my> gift.
2: Goodness. <laughs> to me by
0: myself for an what? hour and a half. All right. Maybe you need to explain. Right, what, do you know what please, this is? What it is? Do you know what this is? Yeah. I
2: think I know what it is.
0: All right. So <laughs> first thing you need to know is that you're fully naked. Are you? You're, yeah. You're fully no, you naked. didn't tell me that. And part. you're laying in a for an hour and a half. You're laying in ten inches of water. Salty water. Wait like 10, hyper salty, that, right? 10
1: inches. Yeah. 10 inches. Not inch- like fully. Well, und-
2: wait. Would well, that be underwater?
0: Yeah. So you would be underwater if not for the like 5,000 gallons of Epsom salt that Ooh. makes you float. So it's basically impossible to be submerged and you literally get into this egg looking pod. Like you step into something that looks like a wood burning <laughs> oven or something <laughs> and you wait, close. There's
1: got to be some clip for this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then you you lay down, and, you're, and you close the pod over yeah, you. Yeah, you, right? you. Oh, nope. you close the pod over you. Oh nope, you close the pod over
3: you,
2: and you lay down.
0: Nope. And the water temperature is your body temperature, so after a couple minutes, it kind of starts feeling like nothing. It feels yeah. like you have nothing. Did it
2: feel cold when you initially got in the water? A little bit. Okay, I'm already out.
0: Uh, but it's at a at a
3: but a it nice, has, like warm 98.6. yeah, yeah.
2: 0.6. and
0: so. It's Naked got, it's got like 5,000, it's got like 5,000 gallons of Epsom salt in it. Okay. So if you have any like unhealed cuts on your body, <laughs> they hurt. <laughs> yeah. They hurt. I thought it was supposed to be sensory deprivation. Right, right, so right? after like, wow. after like 10 minutes, you're like wow. finally getting used to it. But the first 10 minutes it's just like, That's oh man, all horrible. the senses. All right. So, um, <laughs> I, but Why? Your, your
3: ears are under the no. water too, right? So they so give you, you
0: earplugs you put earplugs in and then you just kind of lean back and your head won't sink, but you get this like little flotation thing that you put your head on and you just lay there. You lay there, the lights go off. There's no, you can't no hear anything. Music. Well, you could do music if you want, but I didn't do music.
2: Oh my goodness. So you just
0: lay there and the reason... I guess people do it. It's like there's some kind of... It's for uh, PTSD or some kind of healing joints. I, I don't know. I don't totally know. I did it because I just wanted to see... What it was if like. I could, if I could feel nothing. <laughs> 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 I just wanted to know what it would feel like. There's to not... no
2: way you could feel nothing.
0: So, you're there for 90 minutes, Marin. Oh, my word. No. So, for the first 20 minutes, you're like just getting used to it. And then... I'm thinking like, all right, before I get in, I'm like, all right, I'm going to go to like somewhere spiritual in this thing. I'm going to (laughs) like, you're mapping out your prayer life in the tank. I'm like, I'm going to lose all focus. I'm just going to like have my mind be clean and just me and my thoughts for an hour and a half. Oh my word. (laughs) But the first like 25, 30 minutes, it's just like, wait, is water going in my ears? Like what, what? If it does go in my ears, am I going to like <laughs> die from sepsis? Like, what's happening?
1: <laughs> uh, Brain eating bacteria?
0: Don't yeah. worry. With that much salt, there's probably nothing living
2: uh, in that water. At yeah. All. Oh, yeah. I and didn't so, even think of that. Is that like recycled there's water? There's no
0: sound. So it's just me and my thoughts. <laughs> and I'm just like thinking about the thoughts that I'm thinking about. And then why I shouldn't be having so many thoughts. And I'm like, am, am I wasting time thinking about all these thoughts? <laughs> and so. Tyler's descendant into, mad- into <laughs> in madness. madness. It's just a, a painful loop, and uh, so I'm laying there, and you know, you know how like when if you're in a bright room, someone shuts the lights off real quick, like your light, yeah. your eyes uh-huh. take a while to get adjusted, and you yeah. kind of like see purple. Mm-hmm. I felt like that was happening almost the whole time. Like, wow. Uh, yeah, there was, like purple <laughs> flashes, and I remember vividly thinking. Am I looking at my bra- brain's like neural pathways?
2: That was one of your thoughts. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so like weird stuff happens
0: to you for when you're sure. floating for 90 and minutes. And you have no sense. And I'm no like, sensation. I'm seeing these purple things. I can't feel any part of my body except my face. You said you fell asleep for a while, right? Can I fell asleep. You feel your face? Because your face is above water.
2: Mm-hmm. Like so right now I'm sitting bit. here talking to you and I'm not feeling my face. But my face is here. But that's the only that's the only thing I could
0: feel. At one point I thought, am I just a face? <laughs> you go to some weird places, man. This you have is intense very, visions. Very
2: pink
1: floyd. Yeah. I, I don't know that man, I could this, live through this. This is a whole thing. This it is was a, great. This is a stand up routine. <laughs> yeah. <it> was, <laughs> am I just a face? <laughs> so
0: I thought I was looking at my brains like <laughs> pathways. Did
2: you get anywhere? Was it worth it? Would you do it well, again? I fell asleep. You fell asleep. Is that,
1: good? Is that what you're? Is I, good? I don't know if you're supposed Maybe to. Maybe
2: that's the absence of thought. Yeah. Wait. The epsoms.
3: Of salt? <laughs> <laughs> the epsoms. No. Is there like a shower afterwards, yeah, or so do you, you just to shower before
0: and after? Oh my gosh, you are covered in salt. But you shower before and after to uh-huh. get it all off. Mm-hmm.
2: You. That's it was great.
0: I would highly recommend it. <laughs>
2: exactly. I wouldn't survive 10 minutes right, in that. I'm thing. actually very intrigued. Yeah. I would not survive. I had an MRI once and it was oh, just oh, that, hard it, enough stop, to do that. Stop it's with not that. like
0: that. The, I mean, the pod is like the size of
2: this room. Uh, really? Oh, yeah. Really? But it's still darkness. Is there anybody it's complete in there darkness. with dark. And you no. pull something no. over your <laughs> head. Yeah. I mean, how close is your face to the surface of. Three, three or it. three
0: or four feet. I
1: am so claustrophobic. Oh, three or four <laughs> yeah. feet. I can't even think oh, about that. Yeah,
0: you're fine. You're, yeah. Not, you're it's not, not, it's not like, like a coffin. Yeah, it's not a, you're not like a mummy. You can, <laughs> you can almost stand up in it.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah. You could almost, you can, almost def- stand you can up definitely in
3: it. sit up in it. Okay. Okay. So okay. when did, did you turn off the lights or did someone else do it? You turn off the
0: lights. Gotcha. Mm-mm. So you could have, you could have a light on, but. But that wouldn't be a sense. Yeah. Then I wouldn't see my brain. <laughs> you, wouldn't, you wouldn't become a face. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I really th- remember thinking all that, and you just fell asleep. Am I just a face right now?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dave, what's new with you? <laughs> <laughs> After that, are you kidding me? Yeah. Uh, no, I mean that. Just I'm so claustrophobic. I can't even look at my grandson being swaddled. Yeah. Like, they us swaddle him, then I'll pull his arm out.
0: <laughs> yeah, because you you feel claustrophobic for I can't, him.
1: I can't even look at him yeah. when he's claustrophobic. How's he doing? He's doing great. Yeah, he's very pensive. Pensive? Yeah. He just he, he always he looks like he's a thinker. He's best
3: friend. His best friend is a fan on the on the ceiling. Mm, yeah, I mean, oh, he, yeah. Loves, he looks
1: up at the fan, thinks, uh, he smiles. Uh, he'll smile and giggle. My fan. <laughs> yeah, he's um, great. Cool.
0: How's Lucy doing,
1: Mama? She's wonderful. Yeah, she's got it.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah, you you talked about it this past weekend, but it is pretty cool. My sister had a baby pretty shortly after we had Milo, and it's cool to watch like people you grew up with, or you know.
1: Yeah, that that surprised. I did not see that coming. I really mm. did. And the first day I saw her in the in the hospital room, and I looked over at him, I looked over at her, looked at him, looked at her, burst into tears, mm-hmm. which I do all the time. Yeah, but I thought, oh my gosh, that she's different now. So, yeah, it's very cool.
0: Um, so you are here to mm-hmm. talk about your sermon. We're still in the uh, Honest to God series yep. right, at Grace. We've got one week left. Mm-hmm. Yep. Space, space. Barry, you're wrapping it up next sure week. I sure am. Um, mm-hmm. So we've been talking about the Psalms
3: all summer. All summer. <clears throat> Do you think it's felt too long to people? Or since most people come like every few weeks, it's probably been... I don't, yeah, I don't, people feel probably like it's didn't felt notice. too long.
2: Well, I'm it, getting it, lots <coughs> of great feedback. Yeah, There's it's like a, it's 150 like a, of them.
3: Yeah, that's
0: true. It's hmm. just like a summer series, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. It looks summary, it feels summary. We're talking about Lomand. stuff.
2: That, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What I have pain. liked about it is it it really has sparked some very good conversations with my teenagers that, you know, talking about taking these emotions to God. So Desi and I drove. We went to see my mom on Friday. We drove out Friday morning, just her and I, and drove back Friday night. So we had six hours or so in the car, oh. just me and Des. And the ride home in particular, um, she just started being honest and talking about some of the fears that she has. And she credited Tim Ayers' sermon a few weeks ago on fear hmm. with really making her confront um, whatever fears that she currently has about going into high school and um impending adulthood and college choice and just all that pressure that starts coming down on a teenager mm. um and she started talking about um wanting God's direction and wanting to hear his voice mm. but although she's been in church her whole life she still doesn't know how that works like what do you mean he just like talks to you mm-hmm. so perfect timing. I was so excited for this message this weekend on the heels of a conversation like that on Friday.
0: I still don't have the answers. You know, I still asked that question. So so what is he's and I'm glad you, you talked about all the stuff you did. We'll get there in a second, but I thought the same thing and I'm twice Desi's age. Mm.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. But just being able to, I told her just asking the question, just being honest with God about how you don't know how this works. That's like, Step one, yeah. you're already halfway there, you know? Um, and so that's what this this Honest to God series has meant to my family.
0: Hmm. Um, okay, so Dave, you were talking about decisions, making decisions, right? Yeah. Um, Psalm 25. Uh, so anybody who may have missed it or hasn't heard it yet, uh, what would you say was the big idea or what do you want people to take away from your sermon?
1: Well, the big idea was uh, there are, there are factors that if, if you want to receive direction you're at the crossroads of your life there are, there are two things that that must be true you have to process deeply the character of God because you've got to decide what you believe about God and and will will he be there to direct you and the second thing is take a look at your posture Is your posture correct to be able to receive direction from God So it's essentially a, the big idea was a question are you are you you want direction check your posture
0: mm-hmm.
1: and check what you believe about God and
0: you talked about, and it talks about early in the <clears throat> early in the Psalm about enemies, and you. It's easy, I think, for me when I'm reading scripture, particularly in the Old Testament, where it's like my enemies surround me, or you know, and I'm like, well, that that's not a thing, you know, for me. I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't feel that way. But you were like, are you lonely? <laughs> are you in pain? you yeah. have broken relationships, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Is
1: it a disease? Is it an internal struggle? Yeah. Is it the dark forces of evil? Is it an actual human being? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. So, Barry, it's, you and I were talking about this, and that frequent, frequently comes up in the Old Testament, the idea of enemies in a figurative way, right?
3: Right. Yeah. It's it. They are left intentionally vague so that whoever is reading and praying these Psalms in the future is able to insert the enemies that they are facing in their life whatever those might be.
0: Yeah. And you called these like cross, um, crossroad. Yeah. Crossroad decisions. Yeah. And a lot yeah. of yeah. times it's also an acrostic.
3: <laughs>
2: oh yeah. Yeah. I thought, <laughs> say, yeah. I thought I, that was crazy. I didn't know we had acrostic poems and in, in song. Yeah.
1: So what is that again? Acrostic. It's a, uh, like this one, it's every uh, verse started with a consecutive or successive, um, Letter he- of the letter Hebrew of the alphabet. the yeah. Hebrew alphabet. Thank you, Barry.
3: Um, 119 is the same, and I think there's like two others.
1: Seven. Seven others? There's seven there are total
2: more total in the <laughs> <than> I, thought. <laughs> um, I didn't know there were any. That was really interesting to and me. And
1: we won't know because they're translated in English.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. I, what I thought about this one, interesting about this one, and doing my research on it, <clears throat> there are some who think that they were written for children. That's why
0: yeah, There are a crop. that was interesting.
3: So children remember them easier. Mm-hmm. It would be a lot easier to remember something like this if it was in yeah, alphabetical order. Yep. Like, mm-hmm. What does it be? B, ah, I yep. don't remember.
0: Um, and you said when we get to these crossroad decisions, a lot of times we have to, we're, a lot of times we're doing it alone. and. Well, even
1: even if we're surrounded by people, yeah. it feels like we're alone.
0: It feels like we're alone very, and we yeah. become insecure or we are insecure about, about that and- Um, You even talked about some of your own experience past few months uh, and looking ahead to the next year where you're, you're facing transition and crossroad of your own. And yeah, you've, you've kind of felt alone.
1: Yeah. As a matter of fact, it was interesting. I was talking to somebody after the service and realized Barry assigned me these Psalms, but God made Barry assign me these Psalms. Yeah. Because the the ones I had to do this summer were like, oh, real Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah
3: that's,
1: what? That's me. All right. I yeah, get, I get it. it. I promise I
3: didn't have that much forethought in the ones that I gave to you. I know
1: you were, th- dad needs to do this one. Yeah, No.
0: <laughs> How dare you? Yeah. Wow. That was loud.
1: Yeah. Um, you asked,
0: uh, you have to believe that God will show you the decision that you need. Um. I feel a lot of times, I feel unsure that God will do something. Right. And so I take it into my own hands. Right.
1: Is this kind of what you're talking to yeah. about? That's why we, we have to be convinced of the character of God. And I, I think I, I took the A.W. Tozer quote, which says, you know, what we think about God's the most important thing about us. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I I twisted that a little bit. What, what we think about God is the most important thing about us making decisions. Mm. So uh, that's not exactly what I said, but, but how I approach decision-making is going to have a huge, my theology is going to have a huge impact on how I make decisions. If I believe God loves me, if I believe God is consistent, I believe that God is engaged Mm and all the things that I talked about, If that he's good, Mm. That he's Big Bird, not Grouch. That, I love that that made it on social media. He's not Oscar the Grouch. He's Big Bird. <laughs> yeah.
2: That was yeah. the picture Desi drew. The, the kids have been drawing pictures oh, nice. all summer yeah. long. There, there are two such Big Bird as God pictures hanging in the Fisher's Lobby right That's now. That's awesome.
0: That's awesome. <laughs> I will say your Big Bird impression was pretty Spot great. Spot
2: on. Spot on. Well, I, yeah.
1: I, I
0: You won't do it now, but...
1: Come on,
2: come on. You know <laughs> we're not a little, <laughs> We are waiting phrase. with bated <laughs> breath.
1: Oh, no, these are the words. My, no, that's my... I'm not going to do it. Do <laughs> that's it. good. All right. Oh, so on, I I'll don't do... want to play. No, I'm not yeah. going to do that one either.
0: Yeah. Uh, wow, there
3: it is. Yeah, right, I wow. do a mean Elmo.
1: All
0: right. <laughs> we need to get a clean take of that so I can do a sound, <laughs> sound bite. <clears throat> so how do we know... When God is trying to show us something, I think that's the other part of what Mm -hmm. the other characteristic is what we believe about God is the first part. The other part is our posture. Right. So, yeah, if I take things in my own hands, I'm never going to look to see if God's trying to show me something. But I have to have a different kind of posture. What was that that you were talking about?
1: Well, yeah, I mean, the if you know, the very first words of Psalm 25 are uh, God, I give you my life. And if we don't approach him with that posture, I don't know how we can expect to get any answers at all. Lord, I give you my life. Um, Because most of the time, uh, I hope I wasn't too pejorative when I said this, but the bottom line is most people are real casual in their relationship with God. And Mm. then they roll up, they roll up on the kingdom, you know, they knock on the door and expect an answer. And you've been, you just, you're not there. And I, I don't think... It, that's not even fair to roll up on God and expect Him to answer something if you have not really considered who He is and love Him for who He is. That's just now, God loves us and all, but you know, yeah, it, that's what I mean by posture.
0: So it reminded me of a time I think I was post college. It reminded me of a time when I um, approached somebody I th- who was on staff at Grace at the time. I I wasn't, but I was talking like this. I was like, God's just distant. And I don't know if I believe these yeah. things about him anymore. And this person said, well, what have you been doing? Like, have you been yeah looking mm-hmm. for God? <laughs> have you been getting in the Bible? Like, what have you been doing? And my answer was nothing. But when you said that, I was like, oh yeah. I mean, it's not that he's only going to show up when we're working or doing stuff, mm-hmm. but like, we're probably going to notice things differently if we're actually doing the work of pursuing him.
1: Absolutely. Cause one of the things I didn't talk about in here, we talked about, I talked about how we view God and then our posture, but I didn't say how he's going to, how, like I said, Desi wants to know how to, how to know. Mm-hmm. I, here's what I believe. I believe if our understanding of God, what we think about God is correct and true and my posture is right. We'll know. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know how, maybe through a circumstance, through a person, through the scriptures, through our hearts, we'll know. Because mm-hmm. I don't think God goes, mm, not quite enough. I'm going to hold out on you. No, right. I don't. I think he's just waiting for the right posture then to dump on us the answer. Mm-hmm. The, I think that's what happened. Right. Verse verse one is, oh Lord, I give my life to you. And then verse four is, so
3: show me the right path, yeah. oh Lord. Without the verse one, yeah. without without I give my life to you, show me the right path. The Lord is essentially us saying now, look, God, I'm going to do what I want, but I need you yeah, to tell me what's exactly. going to benefit me the most. Yeah. That's different than God. I will. I'm giving everything I have to you. So where do you want me to go? Right. That's a very yeah, different. It's like,
0: uh, I'm going to do this and I really need it to work out.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so
3: thumbs up. Is this yeah. the, yeah.
0: Yeah. What were you going to say, Marin?
3: I'm sorry. And I almost no, interrupted you.
2: I, I feel like, It took me to Romans 8, that he causes all things to work together for good to those who... Go ahead, New King James. NLT, y'all. This is Grace Church.
3: Um, (laughs) Someday, Tyler, she's just going to snap at you.
2: (laughs) 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 And we know God causes everything to work together for good to those who love God and are called Called according according to to his his purpose for them. I feel like we... You said that there were conditions... And I, that's a hard thing to say. People just, you know, come yeah. as you are, come as you are. It's it's not it's not you've got to clean yourself up and then he'll guide and direct you. Thank God for uh, verse 8, Psalm 25, verse 8. He shows the proper path to those who go astray. So if I am one of those people that finds myself off the path, good news. He's not waiting for us to completely clean ourselves up and then he'll show us the path. Mm. He, he shows the path to those who go astray. But if we want all things to work together for good, are we loving him? Are we seeking him first and then all the other things will be added unto us? One of the things I told Desi on the ride home when she was asking all these questions, not knowing that you were going to preach on trust, we were talking about Tim's sermon on fear. Yeah, And I had said, for me, the antidote to fear is trust because there's nothing I can do about the outcome mm-hmm. of the distant future. There's little I can do about the outcome of the near future. All I can do is be open palmed with all of it. The friends that come, the Mm -hmm. friends that go, opportunities that he brings me, opportunities he takes away. I can't control any of that, but I can trust that he is good. This is rehearsing the character of God. And we were doing this in the car on the way home. Um, Do I trust him? And then I said for him to speak to me, 90% of the time starts in his word. Starts in, it starts there.
1: Yeah, I, I, lead me by your truth. Yes, and teach me. Yes, it says in verse five.
2: Yeah, and it's not to say that like sometimes he'll speak to me on my drive home and something will pop into my head that I know didn't come from me and and right. the Holy Spirit is active and living within me and and speaking. But ninety percent of the time, it starts in His Word, mm-hmm. and so I'm so glad that you mentioned that at one point in mm-hmm. your message. Yes. Um, by all means, if you're seeking direction, I told Desi, just open the Word.
1: If you're um, uh, Barry, what you're the animal guy? What's the what's the <laughs> most recalcitrant animal? What's the hardest animal to 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 direct? Well, what's an animal that will not, is very surly?
2: I'm going to say donkey. It's, Are we going the with donkey? Stubborn
1: donkey is pretty. Uh, they they will stamp their feet and not move. Okay. Yes. And you're at a crossroads and you want to get the donkey to move, and the donkey doesn't want to move, he's not going is not going to move, and you can't direct. An angry donkey. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> Heck no. Heck <laughs> no. There it is. There it is. <laughs> but look what it says in verse nine. He leads the humble in doing right, teaching them his way.
2: Mm.
1: So when we're humble, we're able to be led. When we're not humble, we're not able to be led. When we're not humble, God looks at and says, I can't do anything with this. I can't. Mm-hmm. He could force us. He could pick us up and put us where we need to be. But I don't think that's where he works. That's not how he works. Yeah. So humility, let's at least start with humility. Yeah. Yeah. The, I mean, this opens up a
3: whole can of worms, but verse 14 talks about the fearing God, those who Mm -hmm. fear him. Right. And we always, people misinterpret fearing the fear of the Lord. And they assume that it means like fear that he's going to zap us or hurt us or something like that. But Mm -hmm. I think biblical fear of the Lord is really about a, a surrender to say, I I consider you to be the one who, who knows what's actually going on and
1: I will submit myself to you. So anyway, that's another aspect of you're way bigger than I am. Yeah. I can't figure this out. I I don't know what to do. You're way bigger than I am. You are the Lord of the universe. And by the way, you love me. Right. Has said Hmm. has said right before
3: you said that, because I'm in a Psalms class in seminary right now, (laughs) I knew you were about to say that. And so I turned to um, Lex, Lex and Jeff, my in-laws who are sitting right next to me. And I said, "hesed," said, and then you said, hesed. and I was like,
0: pretty right. cool. <laughs> pretty
3: cool. That
2: is awesome. I- Did you get the others? Barry?
3: No, no, I didn't get the others, but "hesed" said is a big deal. It's like mentioned. That's the steadfast love, but that the, yeah. the English word doesn't even really capture it. Cause it has like an action and also an emotion behind it. It's all this stuff. And like you said, and uh, it's used like 160 times in the Psalms alone.
1: Yeah. The word it translated a billion different ways. Right. Because English, English translators are going. I don't.
3: Yeah, there's I not really. I
1: can't capture the uh, one of the mm. Psalms
3: commentaries that I'm using in my class. It doesn't even translate it. They just use the word has said. Like mm. you know how sometimes we'll use the word like shalom, yeah, instead of trying to say just peace. Sometimes we'll anyway. It's the same thing. They'll just because it's too complicated to translate.
2: I'm gonna totally just rabbit trail for a second, but I have two preachers on either side of me. Ooh. I've always wondered: is it distracting? Or is it like not a good thing when I lean over to Jed and start talking to him in the middle of your sermon?
3: It depends. It happens all the time. I I presume (laughs) that you, or I assume that you do that discreetly.
2: I'm trying real hard. (laughs) Quietly.
3: There are a couple people who do speak full volume in the front row. And yes,
2: that is distracting. (laughs)
0: to ask. Wait, why were you thinking about that? Well,
2: because he said crossroads at the very beginning of his sermon Mm -hmm. and I leaned over to Jed and said I went down to the crossroads fell down on my knees. Ask the Lord above for mercy and to help me if you please. Wait, you, I'm always thinking of songs. Wait a minute, you didn't
1: turn to, you turned to sing to your Johnson, you sing to husband. You sung to your husband. and Harmony. I kind of sung to my husband. You
2: should have
3: stood up and started singing. <laughs> also, you were at the Fisher's campus, right? I couldn't I was, see you, you anyway. <laughs> know, You know that's
2: yeah, a video. See you. That's a video
1: of the night before.
2: <laughs> I just have always wondered, because I'm always that person. Every like when you see mic. me turn
0: to Jed, like, I don't
1: What a of frightening of my sermon. I just said, I sense that Mary is talking you're
0: talking to
3: Jed, You just right kind of now. look
1: over to your right, and you're like, "Marin, I'm right here." <laughs>
3: you know what would be really funny? Sometime in the middle of a sermon, just stop and be like, "Hold on, hey, pay attention."
1: Yeah, you you're looking at your <laughs> you. phone. Pay attention. Yeah. Hey, you'd get so many people. They'd be like, so "I oh, do that. No. I do that." That's why I do some of the things. Because I'll see somebody and I'll react to it. Yeah. Watch out, y'all. But Dave's we also watching. provide
3: an app, so they could, <laughs> yeah, right. they could be like really dialed I'm in.
1: In my word, many aren't. However, <laughs>
3: I see a lot of Instagram yeah. while we're preaching. So. Like, you know,
1: Right here. Hesed means what?
3: (laughs) It (laughs) means unfailing love. Unfailing love,
1: steadfast love. Unearned kindness, active Mm. intervention, long-term compassion, loyal love. It's all those things.
0: And you basically, you said we basically need to get to a place where we are rehearsing the character of God. Because we forget Mm -hmm. what the character of God is. We have a tendency to forget. And the things that, you know, maybe some of us have heard our whole lives, like... He's compassionate. He's yeah. merciful. Yeah. He does what is right. He's a friend. Like we don't think about that in the moments of crossroad decisions. And so we need to, <clears throat> we need to rehearse these yeah. things. And they're really things that like, if you're a Christian, you say that these are true. It's not like your opinion of something. Like you say, like, I believe that these are truths Yeah, that he is faithful. He is good. He is active. He's mm-hmm. a friend like that, all that stuff that is characterizing of God.
1: Exactly.
2: Yeah. I, yeah. I was glad that you referenced King of My Heart. You, This yeah. is probably the third sermon in a row that you've sung to us, Dave, and I, no one loves that more than I do. I love that. Um, but that's what we do when we worship. We're, right. we're rehearsing the character of God. Well, I want mm. that
1: phrase, you're never going to let, you're never going to let me down. That's said. That's one aspect right. of mm. said. And, you know, we need to learn that when we're singing those songs we're actually doing theology.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm. You know, yeah,
1: I am clarifying my theology. Now, most people don't think that we need, we should. Mm. I think if we thought, honestly, if I thought more carefully about every time I sang, I'm doing, the, I would weep through every song mm-hmm. because that's yeah. a, cause I weep all the time, but B <laughs> because mm-hmm. it is just, it's, it's important to capture in my heart what I believe about God. It was interesting. I was reading my um, De So book this morning, and he said something very simple. Wait, what, what book What's uh, that? Jean-Pierre de Cossade, the book uh, Abandonment to Divine Providence.
0: Don't, don't act like you haven't read this a million times. <laughs> yes.
1: I have not. <laughs> and I read it every day. I've read it every day for a year. That's how much I go back and reread it and reread it. It's just deep and it's important. But he, I don't know if this is embarrassing to say this or shocking to say this, even after this sermon, he said something like, God loves you was very simple but mm. succinct god loves you um and you can trust him and i sat there and went mm. oh my gosh after i just got done preaching about the character of god i'm blown away by mm. somebody else reminding me god loves you mm. you fool stop it mm. he's he loves you and matt that has carried me today it has just yeah. carried me
2: when we um so I didn't know that you were going to speak on on trust in this way um, when I picked the songs, but we, it just so happened that we we closed the top block of that worship set with Tis So Sweet to Trust oh, in Jesus. Yeah. And it's just one of those, again, rehearsing the character of God, right. how I've proved him over and over and over. Like an acrostic, mm-hmm. m- music and worship is a way to quickly be able to call upon these truths in a way that like, Like my daughter was singing something this morning that she learned when she was in second grade and she was just walking around the house singing it. Um, Hmm. Yeah, yeah. That when we do that, when it's easier to remember, you're never gonna let, you're never gonna let me down than it is to remember for some people, uh, chapter and verse of where it says that in the Bible. So we sing it. So we sing it again and again.
3: Hmm. We need to write more. Psalm songs, like yeah. there are a lot of worship songs written straight out of Psalms. Hillsong does a good job of this. Recently, they've done a lot mm. of psalmy songs, but I feel like we got a, a lot of the ones mainly because a lot of them that we sing are written were like based on the NIV and stuff. And now that we're reading NLT, I need I need some help remembering <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> remembering this new translation.
0: Um, so going back to the posture before God, you said if you've allowed your faith to lapse. It might be because of you know some of the choices we've made about our faith. Right. Um, you can't be a fair weather fan of Jesus and assume you'll get answers to life's questions. Our posture could be, and then you listed them: surrender, truth seeking, humility, perseverance, integrity, and respect for God. Um, can we define crossroads decisions? Because I feel like if we have a theology of what we believe about God and our posture before God, like that's crossword decision sounds like something that I may not be experiencing right now, but I mm. will. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if we are thinking about these two things, the characteristics of God and my posture, my posture, like almost every decision I make. Yes, that has any weight to it could be defined as crossroads.
1: Yeah, a- absolutely. But what I was thinking about in this, in this, case, I think using the context of the psalm, it's clear that David was facing some particular circumstance, and at least that's what it felt like to me, and it had to do with enemies. But sometimes it's just a daily thing. It, mm. it's. It, I think you're right. Uh, meditating on the character of God and watching my posture before God should be something that would direct me every day of my life, not just at the, at the crossroads, but the, just as a side note, wow, I should have just chronicled all the types of crossroad decisions that people mentioned to me have mentioned me in emails Mm. or walking up to me or text messages. I've got a ton from kids, yeah. to senior adults coming to me and saying I'm facing this and they were all the, everything you can imagine from education decisions one kid came up to me teenager after I think it was 11 o'clock hour and he said thank you he said it was in the middle of that service God told me what school to choose
2: mm-hmm. he, made oh, wow. it,
1: he made it completely clear and he oh. walked, walked away with confidence mm. um, yeah so I had health decisions relational decisions Those were, those were the crossroads people came to me about. And
0: you kind of went there a little bit, um, talking about how almost everything in life is a choice. Like Mm. you were, you were quoting, I forget who you were quoting, but Mm. you kind of said, wow, that those are pretty intense quotes about the idea of making decisions. And then you said, uh, you've been watching tour de France and, um, you can't just choose to ride a bike and be in the tour de France. You have to practice behaviors or get a posture that would get would get you there mm-hmm. my first job out of college um the owner of the company said everything in life's a choice because i was i was facing some kind of weird i don't know, I remember exactly what it was but and i i was trying to argue with him i was like no this is this is happening to me this whatever this is is happening to me and it was and looking back on that i'm like oh well my posture was way off uh but it's like everything in life. You're, everything you're choosing. If you're if you go this way, uh, or if um, you react this way to the circumstance that's happening to you, that is your that is your choosing. You get to choose how you yeah. react. Mm-hmm. And I think that I mean that is what came to my mind when you were talking about posture. Is you may not get to choose the things that are happening to you, but the choice maybe the crossroads is the is the choice that you are making to respond yeah. to the thing. You that's know,
2: good.
3: By the way, when you were talking about that, you talked about the Tour de France, and then you basically just described my story. You said, and if you go to college, <laughs> and yeah, you play I, I video games all too. the time, and you eat Doritos, yes. and I was like, that's my testimony.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I didn't my, think about that. he's my like my story. Oh, he's talking about Barry. I was waiting for you to say something about me, and you didn't,
2: no. so I was like,
1: all right, well. No. No. Was, heck no. <laughs> it was purely theoretical, Barry. Yeah. Okay, I good. I totally thought yeah. about that. I was like,
2: whatever. Shots fired. Yeah. <laughs> when I asked Desi, uh about what she thought about this sermon, especially on the heels of what we had just talked about on Friday, she said, uh, "Dark, foggy crossroads, Doritos, Big Bird, uh, Hebrew words." <laughs> that was her recap. <laughs> <a good> summary.
1: <laughs> I, I'll sleep now. Yeah. now.
0: Um,
3: where do we go next? So this next weekend is the final week of the series and I'm going to be doing. Oh yeah. Final week, huh? Final week. So I'm going to be doing a little, a little bit different. I'm going to look at Psalm one and Psalm one hundred and fifty. Yeah. So the first and the last Psalm of the whole book. And I'm going to use that as kind of a framework for looking back at this whole summer and yeah. also kind of looking ahead at how do we take what we've experienced this summer into the way that we live mm. moving forward. Ooh, and good. so I'm hoping we're, we're, we're working on this. I don't know if you know, Tyler, we're working on trying to get a recap video together, which will have little segments from a lot of the different sermons. So hopefully it'll kind of be a good way to kind of jog our memory about the things that we've experienced already.
0: So cool. uh, Yeah. Yep. Should be good. Uh, the last thing I want to talk about, um, I wasn't there. I don't know if you were there, Maren, but I want to talk about community fair. Oh yeah, Ooh, um, that's awesome! So amazing. Maybe not everybody knows what this is. You guys, Barry and Dave, were both there. Were you there, there man?
2: I was not. I was being a face model for uh, oh, yeah. Olivia <laughs> Rodriguez, makeup artist. But you um, weren't. You weren't being a face like Tyler.
3: <laughs> maybe you, all I maybe am. Maybe you were just, a, just face. a face. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, what is it? What what happened there? Because it, it got buzz on. Um, Social media, people talking about it over the weekend. Like what, what happened there? What is it? Yeah.
1: It's our fourth year. It's sponsored by the care center or not sponsored by it's It is a care center thing. (laughs) It's a care center thing, which we, we open up to the community and we advertise it through our care center friends and beyond for people to come. And we open up the, the pantry for the morning, um, we, and then we offer everything from I didn't realize we we're giving away books did you know that yeah mm-hmm. yeah books children's shoes books and- haircuts um bikes ba- bikes backpacks uh, fixing cars uh, giving away car seats, washing cars, washing cars mm-hmm. and so it was part it was part meeting needs mm-hmm. and part raising joy mm-hmm. yeah I would say it was a mixture of those of those two things
3: we had 300 plus volunteers come like 60 or 70 volunteers just working with shoes.
2: Wow! Uh, that has become oh over the last four years. Yeah. That's
3: become a major thing. And the shoe, so, the shoe tent was out of control. Yeah, so wow. giving away shoes. Everybody. I mean, they had shoes in all the different sizes, and they were yeah. all these so, volunteers trying them on for the kids. It was beautiful.
1: A, a cool thing was uh, uh, somebody donated all brand new car seats. So these, mm. oh, some wow! Of the, some of these people drove up, mm. and then we asked the police departments. There was Hamilton County Sheriff, Carmel Police, Noblesville Police were there, and they volunteered their time to help install the car seats in cars. Oh
2: my goodness. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty wild. That's incredible. Oh, yeah. Fire truck pulled up for
1: the fire, kids to jump in. and They let the kids yeah. jump, climb all over the fire truck. Oh and yeah. Get in the police car. Yeah. And so it, which I thought was brilliant because kids got comfortable. Yeah. Some yeah. kids yeah. who might have been scared got comfortable with um, the police were wonderful. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. So it was part joy and part meeting needs and 3,500 people. Oh my goodness.
3: Yeah. It was yeah.
1: it was wild.
3: It was beautiful and there were there was there were some really cool stories of people who came they just heard about it and they came to to receive a little bit of help and they were just blown away by how much they felt loved by complete strangers. They just felt like this was this was un, unexpected out of out of the blue all of a sudden they were being loved and cherished and talked to and they were friends and people were praying for them mm-hmm. and it was just like what is happening?
0: And it was just beautiful. It was the the community coming together. So, is this This is the fourth year we've done this, and I have numbers. I'm looking at numbers right now. We gave away eight hundred, over eight hundred backpacks, over sixty haircuts, hundreds of books given away, almost thirty bikes fixed, sixty bikes given away, nine hundred seventy-five shoes given away. Oh my
2: goodness! Wait, ninety-five or
3: individual
0: shoes? Just a number of shoes.
3: Somebody got one shoe. (laughs) Uh,
0: Ah, ninety-five vehicles inspected. Huge thing to celebrate, right yeah oh, and that was cool. little details like this is
3: the thing I love about our our care center team, our care center volunteers. they're always looking for little details to add value and joy the the car inspector team they were you know having them check the the lights, checking air pressure and things fluid like that team, yeah. but then they were pouring in uh windshield washer fluid and replacing wiper blades on every car oh, that nice. every car oh my expected.
2: goodness it's just like little
1: gifts to the to the community. it was awesome. And tattoos for the kids. Tattoos. And, and <laughs> popcorn and hot dogs and balloons. Bubbles and everywhere. Bubbles. It was music. Uh, Air was One. Great. Air One was there playing. That's Broadcasting awesome. from there.
3: All that to say, next year, if you see that on the radar, if you see it coming and, up, volunteer, yeah. be
1: there. You got to be there. It is It is the...
0: It's kids. like a picture of what we want church to always be, right? I mean, not yeah. every week, but like that is... You, you shared a story today, Dave, at, at staff prayer of like... This is what we picture when we picture Grace Church Mm -hmm. is like people from different cultures, different ages, serving one another, being in a community with one another. It's like one day of of
1: concentrated that. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was it was absolutely stunningly beautiful. Hmm.
0: That's awesome. Okay, so, Barry, you'll be here next week. Yeah. And then new series. Actually, guys. Oh, Oh, Siri Siri just activated Oh, my goodness. Uh, Guys, Siri Siri thought you were Talk to you guys. uh, Might have to do the pod without me next week. What? I'm going to be gone. Where are you going? We'll talk about it later.
3: All right. So we got to find someone else to join us. I just just want to
2: trigger all the sound bites. That's all. I've just Uh, been waiting. I've been waiting for this opportunity. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs>
3: i will i will take i'll do the intro Marin. you do the soundboard yes oh my goodness we'll get some other person to join us and maybe amy can can hop on yeah, well, uh, yeah. no if amy's listening <laughs> oh, yeah. oh. She's in. She, she, she
1: told over. me to, she
0: told me today she's like don't you have a segment for me to come be on <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh all right cool yeah so i won't be here but you guys got it cool next week let's do it all right Marin, will you please send us out
2: I will. Do justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with your God.
0: We'll see you on the other side of Sunday.